everybody. This is Y'all Heard, a podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. I'm not related. And we're, uh, you know, sometimes we're a little hungry. Uh, for knowledge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he makes some bold statements that he assumes applies to us both. Oh, I'm sorry, Marissa. Words, Are there times where you're, you're not hungry? <laughs> like, I mean, is yeah. that a fallacy? <laughs> Marissa never hungry. No, no. Always satiated. I'm always hungry. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Speaking of, yeah. I moved this Saturday, and, and I I'm, forgot. And I'm coming back from vacation. So between mm-hmm. the two of us. Yeah, like I forgot that this would be like an issue-filled week in terms of scheduling. So we have like a slightly looser episode. But uh, Pete, I'm not gonna ask how you are. I'm gonna ask. Tell me one thing of note from your past week. Oh, Marissa, why would you even open this door? Why? What happened? So, guys, I got this app. <laughs> it's okay. called BirdNet. Oh, God, yeah. I kind of had to question our relationship. I quarantined for 14 days, and then I went to see my mom immediately after. And now that I'm back, I'm going to stay inside for another 14 days. But basically, she's got a lot of birds in the yard, and like some of them are are pretty, and they sing, and what have you. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and I'm always like, I wonder what kind of bird that is. Now, the interesting part of this is, Pete, what are you gonna do with that knowledge once you find out what kind of bird it is? Nothing. <laughs> but, but then again, like guys, what do you do with the knowledge from the show? Like, shut up. <laughs> So I was kind of like, I want to figure out what kind of bird this is, and um, yeah, I think my favorite bird is the gray cat bird. Why why is it cat related? There's a black cat bird. That's been uh, probably close. Do they look like cats? No, not at all. Do they get eaten by cats? I don't think so. Why is a cat in their name? Uh, I figured you would ask, and maybe that's why I didn't say anything, because, um, I don't know. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. You fucked up, Pete. Yeah. And I can't, I can't type right now, because we're <laughs> using a hot mic. <laughs> okay. But I learned so well... much about, uh, birds and how they're, like, called. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? I learned about, um, like, different things about birds, like what their hats are called. I mean... Their hats? What the fuck does that mean? No, guys, no hats on birds. But the tops of their heads are called caps. And, like, I don't know. There's a bunch of... Yeah, guys. Often confused with their hats. Maybe I'll get into birds. I'm sorry? Maybe I'll get into birds. That's it. Hey, why don't you tell me something of note from your past week? What the fuck? I wasn't saying that wasn't noteworthy. It was noteworthy. It was just really confusing. Also, partially because I couldn't hear you totally clearly. Because sometimes I don't fully know if I heard what you actually said. Yeah. So I apologize for being extra judgmental there. Uh, guys. Oh, man. This is, this is really pushing myself to the brink. I went to a golfing range this past weekend. Now, mind you... People had to socially distance, and it was outdoors, and you couldn't enter without a face mask. 
And that's the only reason why I supported going there. And I was like, okay, like, we can be far enough from other people. So that was just interesting. However, I realized that, like, everyone went with a face mask, everyone was prepared. Then, like, maybe I'd say exactly five to ten minutes of comfort into, you know, being at the golf range, everyone would take their mask off. Like, suddenly, like, oh, we're settled. Because it's so, it it's so anymore. exerting. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? So I was literally, at the end, I was the only one with a mask. And I was just like, this is fucking stupid. I hate all of you. So yeah, that was that was the most adventure I had. I also went to uh, the Korean supermarket afterwards. And I bought a bunch of things I haven't eaten for years since I left Korea. Namely, a big roll of blood sausage. Very exciting. And a big piece of dried squid. So you know what? That's the highlight of my week because my life is fucking boring. As are all of ours, guys. It's not like I expect yours is more interesting. Do you have an icebreaker? Because if not, I'll make one up immediately. Make one up immediately because I'm still trying to find out. What a catbird is? Why a catbird's called a catbird. Okay. <laughs> okay, it says... Several unrelated groups of songbirds are called catbirds because of their wailing calls, which resemble a cat's meowing. Okay. The I'll genus name, Aelurodius, Al- <laughs> <laughs> uh, is from the is from the Greek for cat singer or cat voiced. Okay, thank you. I accept it. No, oh, that- no, no. I feel like you still have another question. I do. Yeah. What do they sound like? <laughs> Oh, I was just gonna imagine it. That doesn't sound anything like a fucking cat. That sounds like a fucking bird. Bird. What the fuck? A little more bird than cat, if you know what I mean. Uh, okay, I have a, I have a. Uh, Icebreaker. Knowing you, you're so like logic brain. You're gonna be like nothing. Tell me something. Tell me any sort of mythical or um, fictional creature or person or being that you believed in in your youth. And extra points if you believed in it <laughs> up to an unhealthy age. This sounds like you have something you want to get off your chest. Oh, yeah. I believed in <laughs> vampires for a very long time. I had to do a whole bunch of research in high school till I was content in believing that it didn't exist. Same thing with fairies. But now I'm on the fence and might be able to be swayed that fairies exist all over again. But maybe, but most likely not in the form that we believe they exist in. They're just a, a being from a parallel universe okay. that doesn't necessarily look like that. But it's just like a supernatural creature that we call a fairy because it's like equated with the woods maybe. I do not believe vampires exist, sadly. But I wanted them to exist so much in high school that I like convinced myself they did. Also, I believed in, never believed in Santa Claus. My parents wanted all credit for gifts. I believed in the Tooth Fairy, and I believed that the Three Kings came to my house every January 6th and put a gift under my bed. Uh, I think until, no, I think that was a normal time. I think the vampires was just to an unhealthy age. Okay, Pete, go. Um... The cool thing about the icebreakers, right, is we get to go in whatever direction we want, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't... I don't really... I didn't believe in anything that wasn't real. I just believed in science. No. Well, like, are we allowed to say God? 
You don't believe in God anymore? No, 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 I still do. Is this an no. unhealthy age? No! No, you're I, saying I, I believe in science. Do not make... <laughs> do not question your faith on air with me. No, um... So, this is... It's, it's triggering something different. Um... That's right. When I was in... Catholic school, which was up to, I think, third or fourth grade, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, they, the, they had, like, the giant field where you would go for recess and, you know, just stand mm-hmm. there like an idiot. And then there were woods next to the field that went on Please, for quite some that doesn't mean you either don't believe in woods or fields. Please. And so, when I was young, I was like, I believe in the woods. But then, as I grew older, I learned that trees don't exist. And, like, I mean, like, like hey, let's be is... serious. No, no, no. Trees exist, right? What the But, like, fuck? they don't normally grow next to each other to build, like, a forest, like, woods. And so, like... They don't? What do you mean? What? You're the person who said you wanted this. What does this mean? You I wanted me to not believe in woods. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it with such sincerity. <laughs> um, no, there was, uh, I don't know, it was a really strange memory that I had because we drove by where the school used to be. And I remember, like, uh, as a kid, again, before fourth grade, but, like, yeah, we were always like, there's some guy who lives in the woods out there. And I remember sometimes somebody was like, I saw the guy. And, like, if you looked into the woods, right, you could, like, see what looked like a like a cabin or, like, a little shack. Oh, that's fun. But, like, the teachers were always like, no, there's nothing out there. And we're like, oh, whatever. And they were more worried about us getting run over by a train, which was right next to us, like, behind oh, the school. <laughs> that's scary. Um, But, yeah, and then sometimes there was, like, coins like, you know, quarters and nickels and shit. Like um, in a in a trail? In a, not necessarily like in a breadcrumb trail? Not in a trail. I can sense your condescension. <laughs> on the border of the woods. As if like to say... Like if fence? As if to say, come... There was no fence. Come to the edge of the woods. Oh, I love it. And I will snatch you up. I love it. I love it so much. And so, like, a long time has passed since I was that young, and, like, trees fell down and died and that sort of stuff. And so, like, now you can look into the woods, but there's nothing there. There's no... And I can't imagine that there was a structure there. Oh, he moved. That doesn't exist. But, like, Marissa, if you move, you don't knock your whole house down. (laughs) You don't. Okay, fine. It's a scorched earth policy as a... (laughs) I like that. I like, but see, okay, was that an urban legend or like, like, was there a reason why you all thought that or you just were being kids just saying random shit? No, like, uh, people would be like, no, no, I swear to God, I saw a person out there. And, and I remember it to the degree that teachers had to tell us all separately in classes, like, there's not a man who lives in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot. But at the same time, uh, my mom went on to work at that church later, and like there would be sort. I don't want to. I don't know how to sound how to how to be polite, but like there were, I guess, people that just came in off the streets that were clearly not 
you know, all there or something like that. So to me, the idea of somebody who was dwelling in the woods does not seem terribly far off. But someone who meant to cause us harm, I think, yeah, maybe that that was a little extreme. But we were little okay. kids. Every stranger's dangerous. Uh, that just reminded me. Would you say? Now, mind you, if I said someone was, I'm not saying it's not. I just if. If I was like, there are bums in the woods, <laughs> would that be a derogatory term? And if so, who are you saying I'm being derogatory toward? The homeless. Okay, but how would if I just mean drifters? Why didn't you just say drifters? Because why? <laughs> why? I don't know. I said yeah, I, to me, the only time you could say and. Even this, I'm sure, is wrong because, um, like, as you may recall or have heard, if if I go, oh, Marissa, I lent you five bucks, but you only gave me four fifty back. You and I say gyp- you bum. You gypped me. That is derogatory against gypsies. So I was gonna say like the only people you could call a bum is like a person who's laying around doing nothing. But then like, does that get to the heart of, you know, a person mm. who couldn't find a job back in the day? So you know what? Let's just get rid of bum. Only means your ass okay. now. See, I feel it. Yeah, okay. I, I said it once in college at some point. Not not that I want to fight for the usage. I just, like, I wasn't, like, thinking, like, well, it's, like, wildly out of control. And then my professor seemed very offended. Anyway. <laughs> Today we are, um, because of Marissa's transition uh, to a new Moving. apartment. I don't know where else you could think that meant. And my transition back from vacation, we both came with a lot of small ideas. Not even a lot. Honestly, you know what? We Googled (laughs) to find small ideas within the past couple hours so that we could record this and get something out this week. So hopefully you don't mind that because I found a lot of stories that have surface level novelty, but that I wouldn't want to do a whole entire thing on. But how many do you have? I have three. They're really short. I just... The two of them I just thought would be you like... want to flip-flop back and forth and you start? Sure. This is the shortest one I start with. They actually get longer as we go. But I was mostly looking just for, like, news that might have slipped through the cracks for people. Because I, like, look on... I read the news every day, but I mostly read things that aren't, like, real news. I just Googled which... weird news, so... Okay. <laughs> well, maybe this one made it to someone. I think it was on, like, Lifehacker. But in case you missed it, earlier this month in May... Two men using watermelons as face masks uh, to allegedly steal from a convenience store in a small Virginia town uh, were caught on camera. Uh, The duo pulled up in a stolen Toyota pickup truck and entered a sheet store in Louisa, Virginia, while wearing hollowed-out watermelons that had eye holes in them, according to the police department. The huge detail that is missing from all the reporting I'm seeing is one of the two suspects was arrested. I don't know how they knew it was him. But the two, I mean, the second suspect. He had seeds stuck in his hair. I I don't know, because you just look like watermelons. There's nothing sticking out. Um, The one suspect that was caught was 20 years old, and he was charged with wearing a mask in public while committing larceny, which I didn't know was. A charge isn't larceny just in and of itself a charge? Do you get it tacked on if you're wearing a mask? 
Uh, also, underage possession of alcohol and teeth larceny of alcohol. I've never heard of that in my life. Uh, police said petite larceny of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard of it. I don't know. Anyway, that's my first one. They're all longer, but that's my first one. So your turn. I seem to recall you having one about. Well, I guess all of mine sort of come from coronavirus-related things. Okay. But um, this one I thought you would like uh, the most, which is. Uh, Singapore officials are using robo dogs to enforce social distancing in parks. Ah, uh, please tell me about logistics. <laughs> the remote-controlled four-legged machine warns park goers for your own safety and those around you. Please stand at least one meter oh, that's apart. Oh, so great! Thank you. I love that. And so we don't jump down the rabbit hole of trying to share screens and that sort of crap. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, Should I, I just Google Singapore RoboDog? I don't quite understand why they gave the RoboDog, like, the legs that it has. Okay. Singapore does the RoboDogs. Let's see what happens. The remote-controlled four-legged machine built by Boston oh. Dynamics was first deployed in a central park on Friday. This that is, looks like an insect. This is like, in early it May. It has insect legs. Yeah. It's like the reverse... Wait, do dogs have legs like that? Where did... In the back, yes. Oh, oh, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. I don't like it. It looks like, uh, also it doesn't have a face. Let's just... keep Singapore healthy, yellow and black robo dog named Spot said. I wouldn't call it a dog. I would call it like a Why like is it robo speaking insect. English in Singapore? Shouldn't it be speaking Singaporeese? Wait, what are Singapore? What are what Singaporeans? Oh my god, I feel stupid. What are you talking... Is this Singapore... Do own... you talk English in Singapore? <laughs> for your own safety and for those around you, yeah, please stand one meter apart. Thank you, it added, in a softly spoken female voice. So, robo bitches. Oh, that does not look like it has a female voice, yo. We're talking about robo bitches. <laughs> that does not look like it has a female voice. I don't like that. A city-state of 5.7 million has more than 21,000 cases one of the highest tallies in Asia, largely due to mass infections among migrant workers. Um, under rules to enforce the lockdown, which are in place until July 1st, residents can only leave their homes for essential trips like grocery shopping and uh, must wear a mask at all times. Except exercise outdoors is permissible, uh, but must be done alone. So another robot in the shape of a small car has also been deployed at nearby reservoirs to warn visitors not to loiter and that gatherings are not allowed. Not They didn't quote that particular robot. Okay. <laughs> I wish we had that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I really like the, uh, the car better than the dog. Why? It just, like, the dog just... The do First of all, I'm sure these legs are metal, but it, it doesn't look like it's going to stand up, you know, uh, to much yeah, wear yeah. and tear. And then there's this little sensor on the top, which I don't know if that's like a connection-related thing or like the camera that it looks out of, but like you could easily just snap that right off. But like the one that looks like a little car looks much more substantial. It actually looks like oh, the, okay. the thing from Flight of the Navigator that Sarah Jessica Parker took food out of to feed the kid. I don't know what he's talking about. I know. I, I didn't think you would, but maybe okay. maybe Mike Vino stuff. <laughs> okay. I like that. 
Okay, speaking of Asia, now you could have online drinking parties with real, I don't know if you say geishas or geishas. I'm going to say geishas. With real geishas. And I mean you, American people. Not people, people in Japan too. But why are you laughing? I'm just laughing at you. Why? <laughs> Mostly the geisha anyway, geisha. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Uh, okay. The town of Hakone Yumoto is home to 150 geisha and 31 geisha houses, making it the largest center of geisha culture in Kyoto, Japan. Since November 2019, Meet Geisha was a program hosting opportunities for oh. foreign visitors. What? <laughs> of course my mind went to, like, meat that you would cook. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> no! No. With a program hosting opportunities for foreigners to discover geisha performance in a modernized, approachable way. So foreigners can witness geisha dances, play classic geisha party games with the geishas, and learn about geisha culture, all with English explanations and translation throughout. So, now there are opportunities to bring this online. According to the Hakone Yumoto Performing Arts Association, the traditional inns of the area where geishas entertain have been basically quiet since March due to coronavirus. Uh, geishas are individually responsible for their income, so they don't really have any any income right now, and um, they've been unable to work. So this geisha program has found a way to adapt uh, to the current, you know, environment, state of the state of the world and are hosting online drinking parties, which provides a way for the geisha of Hakone Yumoto to continue working. Um, so in these online parties, again, these are, I'm talking about one specifically for foreigners, you don't need to speak Japanese, and you obviously don't need to travel to Japan, and you can participate online from the comfort of your home. So how do I do this? What are these geisha parties? Uh, apparently, they take place every weekend on Fridays and Saturdays. These are just what? These are just cam girls, right? <laughs> yeah, they're not naked. Geishas are not sexy. Uh, Smart cam girls never have to get naked. <laughs> and this happens from eight. You, these sessions are from eight to eight thirty p.m. Japanese Standard Time. So, in my mind, that's like the fucking morning of now. So I like to wake up. Uh, the price is 1,000 yen, which... Wake and gaze. <laughs> yeah, like I don't... That seems like it's going to be weird, but... Price is 1,000 yen, which translates to... A li around $10 uh, a person. And I think it's a person. Or per camera. I don't know. And you can have up to six people at a time. If you would like to reserve an online drinking party... So it's not just like a free-for-all where you all like tune in. It's like you, you, you I guess, right. reserve it. Uh, and you want a geisha who speaks English, you can go to meetgeisha.com. M-E-E-T-G-E-I-S-H-A.com. No, not that com. Dot J-P. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Meetgeisha.jp. There's no dot com. And I just purchased M-E-A-T geisha.com. <laughs> See, I, don't know, I thought that was fun. Uh, I I told someone who I thought would like it, and they didn't respond. <laughs> I was thinking if they would respond, maybe we could do it. 
I'm not going to do it by myself. That's fucking weird. So if I find anyone that wants to do it, if you want to do it with me, uh, message me, and I'll look into it. Uh, um, I'm not going to fucking just stare at some geishas alone. On Julie Klausner's podcast, How Was Your Week?, uh, she talked about an Airbnb place that normally has a like an experience that goes with it and it's basically like hanging out with some sheep oh and because of the quarantine and everything like that and you're not supposed to be there blah 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 they actually made it into an online thing where you can oh. you can have tea that's, with the sheep <laughs> that's fun I kind of like that yeah so yeah we gotta figure out how to monetize all this stuff guys also, if you feel that me and Pete should have a party with the geishas, <laughs> call us at 570-PADWAD1. Ten bucks a pop? Or, we could cash in that Patreon money. Yeah, exactly. If you would like us to do it, then report on it. Uh, let us know. If one person says it, I'm going to talk for us both that we'll do it. But if nobody tells us to, we won't do it. If you also are interested in Marissa hosting a geisha party, also let us know. You mean that I take charge or that I pretend I'm a geisha? Yep, you pretend you're a geisha. <laughs> okay, I don't know which way you meant that. Okay, anyway, uh, your turn. Speaking of Asia, Korea. Ooh, I love Korea news. <laughs> now, I have two things that are going on in Korea, and they're both pretty closely related. So this will be my second and last thing that I talk about, but it's couple of things mashed into one. Here in America, I don't, well, yeah, we still don't have a plan about how people are going to start to play sports again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, like, so I live in a 12-story building, and one of the elevators is broken, and there's this poor woman who just stands down by the elevators because she wants the social distance. She knows that the elevator can't hold more than one person. So she just watches everybody get on and everybody get off and she just waits for it to show up and be empty at some point so she can get on. So even though one person wants to follow the rules, you can't make everybody follow the rules. And I really think that's probably at the heart of why we're not bringing American sports back just yet. So we're watching... Did I read that we're going to end up watching... Well, no one's going to make us watch it. But that we're going to be able to watch Korean baseball now? I don't know. I thought I read that. I mean, it's happening. So if you have a way... I mean, ESPN is going to air Korean baseball is what I read. That'd be cool. There's not much else to air right now except that Michael Jordan documentary. Oh my God, I only watched one episode and I just fucking beautiful <laughs> <laughs> uh, South Korean baseball fans may not be allowed to watch their favorite teams live at stadiums due to COVID-19 but NC Dinos stands were not empty thanks to life-size cardboard cutouts of portraits sent in by fans oh I, I was like where the fuck are these cutouts coming from I like that I like that it's adorable the Korean base- baseball organization league season kicked off this month after a five-week delay no fans were allowed in even though the league reopened dino's marketing manager park jong moon said so we've thought about a way of giving enjoyment to fans and motivation to the players my mom's church did this when they thought that there was going to be like a couple of weeks (laughs) that we weren't going to have church Um, and they were like send in a picture and we'll 
put your picture where you normally sit in church. Tell us where you normally sit and send us a picture and we'll print it out and put it on the on the pew. But they don't do that anymore. <laughs> Why? Why couldn't they just keep them on the pew the whole time? I don't know. Uh, Guys, remember I, when we thought it was going to be only a few weeks? <laughs> the club said more than 60 fans participated. That is fewer days than we've been in quarantine. <laughs> Yeah. The club said that more than 60 fans participated, sending their own pictures along with their favorite players or even their pets. Quote, I can't go into the stadium now, but my avatar is cheering the team instead of me. It feels That's like really I'm, adorable. It feels like I'm in the stadium. <laughs> Han like Dong Su, a 38-year-old baseball fan, said, outside of the stadium in Changwon. So he's outside of the stadium, really wanting to get in, but instead <laughs> he's got a cardboard cutout uh on the inside that's kind of cute yes marissa uh it is part of this thing espn reached a deal to broadcast kbo games which kicked off on may 5th that's kind of cool yeah now i wanted to let you know that the team is called the nc dinos and i was like north carolina that's not in (laughs) korea NC. I don't even know what that could stand for then i looked it up and they're called the changwon nc dinos and I'm like, what the fuck, NC? <laughs> what do you what mean? What does NC stand for? And then I got the answer, which is they are owned by video game developer NCSoft Corporation. Oh. And they are named Ooh, after the company. Fun. I didn't... That's cool. They play in NC Park. They are called the NC Dino. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was weird. But then I saw that corporations can own baseball teams... Not just, like, I the like facilities that. that they I play in. I like that, but I like it. <laughs> so, Samsung uh, has a team, and they are called the Lions. Okay. So, baseball did it right. But let's hear about somebody who did it wrong, also, <laughs> in, in Korea. Korea okay. <laughs> Sorry, I love this story. <laughs> oh, my God. I've never heard about this story that you're about to tell me. I only knew about baseball. Uh, football club in Seoul apologizes for sex dolls in stands. Oh my god! Wait, how the fuck did they get that many sex dolls? The top flight South Korean side uh, has apologized after fans accused them of using sex dolls in the stands. FC Seoul, which I would imagine means football club of Seoul, uh, insisted they were, quote, premium mannequins rather than sex dolls. (laughs) I mean, it depends. Were their mouths in an O shape? But did admit that they came from a supplier that produces sex toys. Marissa, I got a question for you. What do you know about porn in Korea? What do I know about what? Porn in Korea. Uh, I don't know much. I didn't watch it. (laughs) This says some of the dolls were holding signs advertising X-rated websites. (laughs) Despite pornography being banned in South Korea. See, I didn't know that. I did know, I do know, if this is wrong, know that this is just me repeating what someone else told me. <laughs> but I was told the Japanese porn blurs out the dicks. Right. And the vagina, that the genitals are blurred out. Wow, I didn't know porn was, I mean, there's no way there's not porn in Korea. So that, I guess there's no porn industry. <laughs> That's crazy. Just in the pictures, like, they have clothes on and stuff, but like... Do you do you do you get where do you find a premium mannequin that has like triple D boobs? So again, what does this mouse do? Well, Marissa, um, <laughs> sorry, I was just gonna say, what is your mouth doing? 
During coronavirus. The fuck? Because you can't see all their mouths because they're wearing face masks like they're supposed to. (laughs) That's funny. What? That's silly. Okay. The mannequins manufacturer told the BBC that they had apologized to the football club, uh, but they also reiterated that the dolls were merely, quote, premium mannequins. I mean, so what if they use sex dolls? Maybe no one else feels that way but me, but to me, it's like, so what? I love it because uh, Dalcom, who is the company who provided them, uh, blames the football team. They were supposed to take all the logos down before the game started. Well, that's funny. But there were several hairbands and logos left to be caught by the public eye. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's a good story. I like that one. Oh, no, that's a, that's about a different thing. There's a, um, you know how it says, like, related stories? Yeah. I thought it was a related story about the same event because the headline just says, Bizarre, Sterile, and Haunting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually about oh. people playing soccer in Germany in a completely empty stadium. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, am I up? Sorry, yeah, I wanted to just... I wished for a moment that I could send you the pile of, uh... of sex dolls. Oh! After so the send game. that later. I need to see it eventually. Uh, overall, there were 30 mannequins... 28 of them were female, and two of them were male, which is... Did they have gigantic gong? Good odds. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I just realized when Instagram uh, showed me a picture of my last girlfriend, and it said, today, five years ago, I was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh, P. Alright, Marissa, it's up to you now. Okay, my final story is... I don't know where I found this, but it was like, oh, ASMR and horror... Uh, so I thought it was gonna be, I don't know what the fuck I thought. Anyway, I learned that there is a new short film from a New York filmmaker named Alexandra Serio called Tingle Monsters, which is a short ASMR horror film. And when I say that, yes, it's horror, but also like it's heavily ASMR. Right. Also, I was just going to report on it, but then I'm like, oh, it's only a 10-minute film. So I watched the film. Good. The film centers on Dee, an ASMR blogger who returns to her online show after an extended absence, much to the delight of her fans. However, soon the live stream takes an unexpected turn with a dark reminder that the internet isn't always the most welcoming place for women. Oh, I remember, I think I got this from... anybody... Yeah, exactly. Because that was from either Lifehacker or Jezebel, which the end of their review made no sense to me. I don't know, like, it, the word choices were confusing. So that's why I was like, I need to read this and, and review it myself. If you're like, do I want to watch this? It's only 10 minutes. And I thought it was very fun. But let me say this very clearly it is ASMR heavy. You are not familiar with, our, with ASMR or our past episodes about it, it's audio, sensory, something, something? Masturbation. I mean, what does ASMR say for? <laughs> Sorry. Audio, sensory, uh, aud- masturbation, regimen. Yeah, autonomous sensory meridian response. Uh, that's basically when people make these like soft sounds that people find calming. Sometimes it gives them a, a tingling sensation. 
I'm a big ASMR fan. Not in your pain. Like a, like a, like in the back of your neck or something. You can okay. dig into our archive and find an episode where Marissa covered ASMR slime. Yes. So, the movie itself takes place within an ASMR live stream session. So it's like, it's incredibly realistic. Within a moment, you kind of forget you're watching a movie. Because, um, like, it's, 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 it seems exactly like an ASMR live stream, which is just somebody talking in whispers and doing soft hand movements. There's even, like, a little chat screen on the side of the screen. So if you're a fan of ASMR content, oh, it's, it's, it's awesome. I am, it's, like, all whispers. It just, like, this kind of thing hits me in the right spot because I also love all the uh, unfriended movies that all oh, take yeah, place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, there was another one that Elijah Wood was in that was like a rear window version of, of like, a mo- computer monitor type thing. Oh, really? Okay. I just, I don't know why. I think I love how stupid and limiting it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I kind of, I kind of recommend you you hate it, ASMR, because it's very, like, ASMR-y. Just because it's kind of, it's an interesting, like, you know, like, novelty, but an interesting approach. And also it's so, like, at this moment in time, what the fuck? Because it's, like, so ASMR heavy. But basically, she's doing her live stream, and part, and she's chatting with her fans, and part of the way through the stream, one of her male fans says something, you know, pretty lewd, and she becomes offended. So then she's like, I'm going to log off the chat for a little bit. You know, I'm not going to be reading the chat. I'm just going to, you know, keep doing some ASMR content because I'm kind of triggered by your comments. I don't know. He said something about, like, the slut or my dick in you or something. And so when she no longer has access to the chat... Well, they sound similar, so I guess. (laughs) Yeah. When she no longer has access to her chat, I missed it because I wasn't looking carefully, but you see, like, someone might be in her house, and everyone in the chat is chatting amongst themselves, like, what the fuck? Who's in there?
she's like it. Oh, you thought she was going to be murdered by someone? Well, guess what? She's the murderer. And she's actually putting people's blood on as lipstick and stuff? No. Now, how do you find out she's the murderer on her live stream of makeup? I think a guy shows up, then he like tries to escape through the window, and then he has to hide. I don't know. I, it's really just a mishmash of stuff. Okay. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah. Tingle Monsters. Again, I, I just look it up on Google. Do not do not look up Tickle Monsters. Yeah, no, Tingle. T-I-N-G-L-E. It's actually pretty fun. So that, that that's part of my presentation as well as the plug because again, if you hate us ASMR, you're kinda not gonna want to watch it. But but it's just kinda fun. Uh yeah, so that that's what I have. I know this wasn't a normal episode, but hopefully we at least taught you some stuff that like you didn't know about that at least like entertained you. Guys, give us a call five seven oh pod one one. Tell us if you want a geisha party. <laughs> hey, you know what? Thanks, Michaels. Yeah, thanks, Michaels. Thanks we're for still, your support. We're still looking for somebody to maybe like break the trend. Yeah. Or continue the trend. <laughs> Contrary to what some people believe, you don't need to be named Michael to give to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So we would love it if someone not named Michael would give to our Patreon. <laughs> If someone not named Michael, well, no, I'll, I'll mail. If you give to our Patreon, I will mail you something yes. immediately. And once coronavirus is over next year, I'll go to the post office <laughs> and mail you something better. Anyway, uh, stay safe, guys. Thanks yes. for listening. That's all. I don't know. You got stuff to say? You want to plug? I plugged already. Okay. All right, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.